this is Maureen Quenda, your podcast host, learning leader, researcher, leadership coach, and consultant. I'm so happy to welcome you all to episode 15 of the Empowerment Minutes podcast. Last week, we didn't record a new episode because, you know, I was giving you the chance to catch up on missed episodes. So thank you all for binge listening in. I hope you learned a ton from the episodes and the special guests that we do have on the show. So today, allow me to introduce you to our special guest on the show, Reggie Holmes. Reggie Holmes is the founder of Enthos Creative. I'm just so excited. Thank you so much, Reggie, for honoring our invitation to be on the podcast. Would you like to tell us about yourself? Yes, I would. Thank you, Maureen, for the invitation uh, to appear on your podcast. I'm really excited to join you and your audience. Uh, I am the uh, founder of Enthuse Creative, which is a brand strategy and design firm uh, based in Northern Virginia. Uh, I created the business a little over seven years ago and have been working uh, since that time independently to uh, provide brand strategy and design services for small businesses and nonprofits here in the DC metro area and uh, also in other places. And so um, I love to work with business owners to help them really understand what their brand is uh, and how to best communicate and convey that brand and their unique value uh, to their audience. So I'm uh, really excited to be with you. That's exciting. You know, when you think about the fact that many businesses, you know, they don't make it to the fifth year or the third year because, you know, um, of one reason or the other. And now you being in business for seven years, that's commendable. So congratulations to you for being able to hold down your business and and then it's still thriving. So thank you. Um, I have known Reggie for many years. Reggie actually created my very own website logo and um, business cards. He's just, he's just great. He does like amazing work on marketing, marketing, branding, and all kind of fun projects. And I'm just uh, so privy to learn, you know, about Reggie, uh, Reggie's work and, and work with him. And so I'm grateful for this relationship. So mm-hmm. thank you, Reggie, for being here. I'm sure you've worked with many instructional designers, e-learning developers on many projects. In our field, having a portfolio is such a big deal. No one hires an instructional designer without taking a look at their portfolio, right? Everyone wants to see mm-hmm. if they're able to put together some work, you know, what samples they have. And I would say that translates to many other fields. Even if it's marketing, people want to see some, some samples before they can hire you. So anyone who's listening and wondering what's a portfolio, a portfolio is simply a website you know, where instructional designers showcase their work samples and work projects to demonstrate the experience and expertise, you know, in different areas. So what has been your experience working with instructional designers on their portfolios? Have you worked with them in some branding efforts? Sure. So uh, I'll preface what I say uh, by saying that this sort of applies to uh, anyone that's in a creative space uh, that is developing some type of digital deliverable mm-hmm. um, that people need to go and, and see in order to uh, confirm that they can actually do the work. So I have this um, equation that is uh, visible uh, plus viable equals valuable. And so when we're thinking about creating uh, websites 
and portfolio sites that uh, are needed to showcase uh, your ability, you know, it has to be something that people can easily find uh, that that looks good and, and is attractive to the eye, mm-hmm. um, but also demonstrates that you can can do the work that you have the uh, capabilities uh, that people would potentially hire you for. So mm-hmm. uh, one one of the phrases that I like to use is, you know, you should you should show people not just what you do, uh, but what you delivered. So in the course of communicating, hey, here's the work that I've that I've worked on, here's the things that I've produced, uh, the more that you can show uh, how it produced results for the client, um, that's even better. So everybody has good work that they can, you know, put on a website and have links and, you know, thumbnails and things like that. But you really want to show people and communicate that not only, you know, can we do this work, but here's the, the results that our work produced. So as I'm working with uh, instructional designers, e-learning developers, and, and pretty much anybody that is in that space where they need to showcase their work, uh, those are the types of things that I want to keep in mind that uh, people need to be able to come to the website and see themselves hiring you to do that work. So if, mm-hmm. if you can't show them the, an exact uh, example of what they need, show them something similar, have enough there so they can walk away knowing that you can do the job um, and, and that you would be somebody that they should feel comfortable uh, taking the next step with. That's great. I mean, you made a valid point about metrics, right? People want to mm-hmm. see, it's not, it does, it's not enough to just say, okay, I do great work, but how is this, how is it adding value? How is it translating to show the end user that it's going to be beneficial to them. So that's a great tip that you just shared with us. Thank you so much. Mm -hmm. I think that's a good segue into branding because you're, you're an expert in that area. You do an amazing, you do like such amazing work. I've seen like examples. I mean, you're working with me. I I know like, I know your capabilities and I know that your, your clients, they're, they're raving over the work you do. But I was just curious, what is branding? Like, what, what, what is it? And what's, what's a branding strategy? Sure. Um, so, you know, branding is one of those things that people, um, sometimes they, they, they think they know what it is, but maybe they don't, or uh, they, they sort of know it uh, from experience, but they can't necessarily give, you know, a, a definition for it. Uh, I like to say that um, branding is all the efforts to create connection, uh, to engage in and sustain relationship with, or to shape perception uh, or value uh, that that an entity uh, creates and puts forward uh, for some audience. So it's it's not just hey my logo, which is something that people see and and walk away with some understanding, uh, that's, that's not your brand. That's not branding in its entirety. It's really every effort that is put together to help people to know who you are uh, and understand who you are and what you do. And, and then also, you know, the value that you bring and, and everything that's done to shape that perception is branding uh, and brand strategy is really just a process of creating a plan for how that entity 
does those things, how that entity creates that connection, starts to build that relationship and shapes the perception. So our brand strategy is really the plan for how you're going to do that. And it, uh, it requires understanding not only, you know, the, the business, but also the customer and the competitors and, and the, the market landscape. So there's a, a lot that goes into um, really building a brand. You know, I, I don't really need any of those things to just create a logo. You know, I can have the business name or just some icon or symbol that I like and I can make that my logo, but that's not really my brand because there's no context there. There's been no effort to um, understand what what is this symbol meant to convey and express in 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 the marketplace that it that is going to exist in. So when you do all those things, that's when you're starting to create brand strategy. That's when you're taking a more strategic approach and uh, and building building a brand and not just uh, you know an icon or a visual symbol. Mm-hmm. That's great. And so, is there such a thing like types of branding? I mean, I've heard of like personal branding, is there like even social media branding? Can you please like clarify for those who are not really um, aware of all these things? Sure. Um, what what I've found helpful is to kind of start with brand branding versus marketing, right? So mm-hmm. branding is this effort to create connection, build relationships, shape perception. Uh, marketing is an effort to anything that that is meant to uh, get attention and drive a particular action. So, hey, I've, I've got a sale. I'm going to create an ad. I'm going to post an ad so that people can see that ad and then either call me or go to my site, buy my product. So marketing is very much um, delivered in a way to, to attract and, and inspire particular actions. Whereas branding uh, may not have such a direct call to action, but it, and it's, it's going to be more of a long game over time. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's, it's meant to get people to first become aware of who you are and then build some, some sort of connection over time. And, and eventually that will uh, contribute to actions on behalf of the brand, but mm-hmm. your goal is not necessarily with branding to just get people to see what you're doing and respond by going and making a purchase or or something like that. So branding and marketing work together, and then when you when you kind of have that broad definition of branding, there are there are different uh, applications and and platforms where mm-hmm. you know branding shows up. Uh, I, I, I personally believe that they're, they're all part of the same effort. They all go in sort of the, the branding box, whether it's, uh, social media or, um, personal branding. The only, the only thing with personal branding is that you're trying to still communicate unique value and shape perception and, and all those things that we talked about. Uh, but it's, sort of confined or, or uh, it's focused on an individual. Uh, mm-hmm. It's focused on, uh, and it's typically with respect to 
expertise in the marketplace that that leads to uh, career opportunities, uh, speaking and thought leadership opportunities and things like that. Um, so the goal and the focus is typically different than what we would call corporate branding or, or uh, you know, business branding for an entity or an organization. Um, but the goal in general is often really the same. It's, it's uh, refining and clarifying that unique value and then communicating that to the right audience for the, for the, the person or the individual, that audience might be a potential employer or someone that you want to recognize your expertise and have you come consult or speak for an organization. Mm -hmm. uh, for a business, it's usually a potential customer or prospect, right? You want them to yeah. be able to see and understand your unique value uh, so that when they have a need, they will think of you, have a positive perception, and then want to hire you and work with you. So, so right. the aim is is different sometimes, um, but you know the 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 goal in a general sense is really the same to to capture that unique value and then communicate that. And there's different platforms, right? There's social media. Mm -hmm. um, there's you know podcasting, which we're doing right now. Mm -hmm. um, there, there's a lot of different formats and places where the brand can show up or appear, um, but the goal and, and, and focus in many cases is, uh, is the same. And so when you, when you think of it that way, it kind of makes the idea of branding uh, a little bit easier. You know, I think you, you have to show up where your audience is. If your audience is listening to podcasts, well, then you're going to focus more of your branding efforts and attention there. If they're on social media, that's where you're going to, you know, spend your time and energy. If they're at trade shows, you're going to, you know, invest time and energy in, into your, your exhibition booth, your um, promotional materials that you have, you know, so, so you've got to tailor your branding efforts to where your customers are, uh, the people yeah. that you want to, um, to, to be your audience. I think that's so true. I mean, thank you so much for that. Because most often, like many people would think, you know, everything's happening on LinkedIn, but it, not necessarily because even as an instructional designer or a trainer or a learning and development expert or, or anyone in any field, you know, LinkedIn is not a melting pot. You know, you can have your own clan somewhere else and then mm -hmm. you'd have to be able to speak to that audience, not necessarily on LinkedIn all the time. So that's a good good um, way of, of explaining it, I think, for someone who is not really um, versed with branding or marketing, because I think many people confuse those terms, like, well, they even sure. use them interchangeably. So I'm so glad you're able to clarify that um, on the podcast. And uh, mm -hmm. thank you so much. So now, so what are some of the branding steps or marketing that we that can help anyone on social media or, or where the audience is, how can they stand out? Sure. Uh, so a couple of things that I think are helpful um, is to, one is to have a, a what I call a, a big brand idea. So this is the thing that you uh, are known for, that you uh, specialize in, and, and that's going to be the focus of the content that you create 
uh, everything is going to kind of point back to that big brand idea. So when people um, think about your business or organization, uh, that that's going to be the thing that that they uh, come back to. And and yeah. when you have that big brand idea, uh, from there you can create three to five brand pillars. And so these are going to be, you know, the topics that you they they're going to inform. Uh, the content that you create, and then also the conversations that you engage in. So the a big part of, of uh, raising brand awareness and, and, and creating, um, you know, a brand that stands out is uh, not just the content that you create, mm-hmm. um, but the, the conversations that you engage in. So it's engaging in other people's posts, right? There, mm-hmm. there are other thought leaders in your industry that are out there um, that you need to be in a relationship with, that you need to be talking with. And so when they post great content, um, engaging on those posts, you know, and, and uh, I used to think that I had to always be the one coming up with these amazing posts every day. and that's just simply not the case the, you know, the, the, the platforms are designed, uh, they're, they're called social media. So they're, they're, they're right. ultimately designed for people to connect and have conversations. And so if you can engage with other, uh, thought leaders, people who are creating great content that, that mm-hmm. feeds into your, uh, big brand idea and your brand pillars, that's a great, a great thing as well. And it takes a little bit of the the pressure off because it's difficult to come up with original content all the time. Um, but you know, the, the, it's a marketplace as well. So you, you, you can, you know, you don't want to take anybody's idea, but latch on to other ideas from other thought leaders that are out there and, and join in on those conversations that helps to raise your profile as well, um, as creating your own great content that, Uh, really serves your audience. So um, those are some things that I would say are really helpful. Having that that clear idea of what your brand's all about and what you need to be communicating to uh, inform people who may not know but are curious and then to serve people who are clients or or could be clients uh, and, and giving them a great sense of who you are, your unique value, um, what makes you different mm-hmm. and, and how you can help them. That's fantastic. You know, I, I have not shared with you before that when I was growing up, I wanted to be a journalist and then it never happened. And then, and then my next career that I was interested in was marketing. And so if I had stayed on this course, then mm-hmm. probably I would not have been as, you know, um, a newbie like right now when I'm learning all this stuff. So, but I'm going to save that conversation for another day. So thank you so much for sharing with us today. And one thing I would like to find out is this is a very exciting topic. And so how can someone, you know, connect with you if they would like to talk more about this conversation? Sure. Uh, Well, I'm on LinkedIn uh, at Reggie Holmes. Uh, It's linkedin.com slash Reggie Holmes one. That's my, um, address there on LinkedIn. That's where I spend most of my social media time. Uh, mm-hmm. My company, Enthuse Creative, is uh, on all social media uh, at Enthuse Creative altogether. I uh, love to, to hear from people who 
uh, listen into these podcasts and, and, you know, have comments and thoughts. So those are, are a couple of great ways to, um, to reach out to me or to, to, you know, get in touch. And, and I'm also with Reggie at enthusecreative.com. Uh, if you want to email me and, uh, you know, talk about something that I discussed here or uh, perhaps a way that, that I could help your business. That's great. And I would also add the link of your, the link to your website on the, um, on the podcast show notes. So um, if anyone missed it, don't worry, you can go and check it out. So we always wrap up the podcast with a signature question. What does empowerment mean to you? So it, it all depends if the guest is a learning leader, we would ask the question if it, uh, what empowerment means to them as a learning leader. So in this case, I would ask, what does empowerment mean to you as a consultant? Sure. Uh, so great question. Uh, what, what, I, what I think uh, empowerment means uh, is really uh, knowing who you are. Uh, and this is really the essence of branding as well. It's knowing who you are, um, knowing how you're different, and knowing how you serve others. Uh, when you have those things, I believe that that's an empowered individual uh, who, who um, is, is an empowered individual or organization. Um, and, and when the individuals in an organization know that and understand that, it, it really empowers the entire organization. Uh, so, so for me, that's what it, what it really means, knowing who you are, uh, knowing how you're different and uh, knowing how you serve and make the world a better place. That's powerful. Thank you so much, Reggie, for wrapping up this podcast. And uh, I would like to wish you the best in your personal and professional life. Keep doing the great work that you do. And to our listeners out there, it's been great. I've learned a ton and I'm, I'm hoping that you've learned a lot too. Thank you for listening in and I look forward to the next one. Bye-bye. Thanks for having me.